At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Dealing with pests can be a pain, but relax, Terminix can help. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. With over 95 years of experience, they have what it takes to take on any pest problem fast. If your home or business has pests, don't stress it. Terminix it. Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today. That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X.com. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Countdown with Keith Olbermann is a production of iHeartRadio. in the House of Representatives led by Matt Gates, have inadvertently admitted that disqualified Jay Trump has been disqualified from being president again under the language of Section 3 of the 14th Amendment to the Constitution of the United States. Oops. This idiot Gates, butthead from Beavis and Butthead, gets up there at a news conference after the district court has ruled against Trump, but before the impeachment of Mayorkas has completely collapsed, but after the impeachment of Biden has collapsed, and after Biden does exactly what I said yesterday he should do, and goes and pins the border deal collapse and all future problems at the border on Trump, and what am I, Joe Scarborough? And all of that deserves further analysis, and each component will get it here presently. But... This Gates admission about Trump's ineligibility flew right over the heads of nearly everybody, and perhaps understandably, because what everybody there saw was panic, so abundant that the panic was thicker than the moose in Matt Gates's hair. We are here today to authoritatively express that President Trump did not commit an insurrection, uh, and we believe Congress has a unique role in making that declaration. It's not the job of the states and especially not the job of some bureaucrats in Colorado to make this assessment and interfere with the rights of voters to cast their vote for the candidate of their choice. We have 63 co-sponsors to the resolution that Ms. Stefanik and I will be filing today to express the sense of Congress that President Trump did not uh, commit an insurrection. I want to express my gratitude to Senator Vance for filing the companion legislation over in the Senate. A bill in both houses to declare Trump did not engage in insurrection. Why does that sound so familiar? Hmm. 
Oh, right. The 14th Amendment, Section 3, disqualification from holding office, quote, no person shall hold any office, civil or military, under the United States who, having previously taken an oath to support the Constitution of the United States, shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. But there's always a but. But. Congress may, by a vote of two-thirds of each House, remove such disability. So Gates and his fellow conspirators just introduced a bill in each House to remove such disability. No, they're not calling it that. They say it's a sense of the House resolution. They may not even understand that that is what it is, but they have just introduced measures in the House and in the Senate to legally or symbolically enact the congressional override contained in the disqualification clause of the 14th Amendment as provided in the disqualification clause of the 14th Amendment. And to do that, you are admitting explicitly or just tacitly that the 14th Amendment applies to Trump. Why declare him not an insurrectionist if it doesn't matter whether anybody calls him an insurrectionist? And the only reason you would actually introduce such a bill is if you, A, had just been told the Supreme Court may very well agree that the Constitution is clear and the state of Colorado is right and Trump is already disqualified and you had damn well better at least try to legislate him out of disqualification or, more likely, B, if you had just become convinced that all the other phony, baloney, bullshit arguments saving Trump from disqualification like, well, the president is not an officer... We're falling apart and that this battle in the Supreme Court or in the legislature of every state is going to revert back to is going to boil down to whether or not disloyalty J. Trump engaged in insurrection or rebellion or given aid or comfort to the enemies engaged in. And you need to give your master something, anything, a fig leaf, a cheeseburger, a diaper with which to cover himself for the battle to come over whether or not he is an insurrectionist. Let me just say this again to be clear. The 14th Amendment says the House and Senate can vote to remove the disqualification for insurrection for anybody. So Gates and the rest of the Clown Car Caucus introduce a measure in the House and J.D. Eyeliner Vance introduces one in the Senate to declare Trump is not guilty of insurrection, which means they are suddenly buying into the 14th Amendment. And now they are hoping to overcome it, not by typical Trump legal bullshit, but on the actual factual merits. So... Add to their panic over Trump's loss on presidential immunity and the collapse of the impeachments and how the border bill sabotage has blown up in the Republicans' faces. Add to all that the possibility that they know more about how the Supreme Court case may actually turn out than the rest of us do. To say nothing of the reality that if the 14th Amendment applies to defendant J. Trump, it also applies to them that it applies to all of them who showed up yesterday to just coincidentally at this 
particular time, just coincidentally to try to pass a bill in each house to remove such disability. All of them who were there, Matt, you're 16, you're beautiful and your mind gates, Marjorie, Barney, Rubble, Taylor Green, Elise, the woman from the Dr. Rick insurance commercial, Stefanik, Lauren, all hands on deck, Bobert, and the hypnotizing exotic dancing of Anna, Paulina, Luna, and her lunatics. As they stood there, you could see it, you could almost smell it. They dissolved into full-fledged, unmitigated panic, and it was wonderful. When they came to Washington and protested, all of you called it an insurrection. And then when Joe Biden was inaugurated and this entire Capitol complex was surrounded with 30,000 National Guard troops, none of you stood there and called that an insurrection. Oh, no. You all stayed silent. If brains were dynamite, Marjorie Taylor Greene would not have enough to blow her nose. Democrats and dishonest people in the media every single day accuse President Trump of waging an insurrection and accuse many of us of waging an insurrection and you're doing nothing but lying and selling the lies of the Democrats all for campaigns and elections. Shame on every single person that has done that. Shame on you. Shame, 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 shame on you. If you know a story that Arnold Diaz should investigate, call 187-SHAME-ON-YOU. That's 1-877-426-3668. Sorry, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't resist. She made me think of the consumer reporter from Channel 2 here, Arnold Diaz, who, who just passed away. God, is she stupid. And so is Gates and Bobert and Luna and Stefanik and J.D. Vance in the Senate and the six pasty white guys in the back who look like Comer but aren't Comer, because they have just introduced a measure that they've dressed up as a sense of the House resolution. But if the Democrats and the other anti-Trump, pro-democracy people handle it right, this can simply be a House and Senate referendum on whether Trump gets the two-thirds vote he needs to wash away his disqualification under the 14th, which was just acknowledged by Gates and Bobert and Luna and Stefanik and Vance, and he won't get it. He will not get the two-thirds required to clean his hands. Gates, Bobert, Luna, Stefanik, Vance, they all just admitted it. They just set him up to lose, to be called an insurrectionist. Gates, Bobert, Luna, Stefanik, Vance, oh, and the and those pasty boys too. Our new Trump legal theme more about it later. First, the news. The D.C. District Court's ruling to defendant J. Trump. Shorter version, go F yourself. Unanimous three-zip vote. There is no such thing as presidential immunity. The judges dissed him with the most epic put-down a narcissist could receive. Quote, former President Trump has become citizen Trump. 
You have until Monday to appeal to the Supreme Court. Do not pass go. Do not collect $83.3 million. Only their ruling is 57 pages long, and each page is a new variation on Trump. Go F yourself. Quote, Trump's stance would collapse our system of separated powers by placing the president beyond the reach of all three branches. Presidential immunity against federal indictment would mean that, as to the president, the Congress could not legislate, the executive could not prosecute, and the judiciary could not review. We cannot accept that the office of the presidency places its former occupants above the law for all time thereafter. We cannot accept former President Trump's claim that a president has unbounded authority to commit crimes that would neutralize the most fundamental check on executive power, the recognition and implementation of election results. Nor can we sanction his apparent contention that the executive has carte blanche to violate the rights of individual citizens to vote and to have their votes count. They use the word cannot 13 different times. Cannot presume, cannot result, cannot accept. Defendant J. Trump already says he'll go to the Supreme Court. If he can't find another sucker lawyer to do it for him by Monday, that's it. The appeals court has essentially blocked the ordinary follow-up stall of taking it to the full appeals court for a rehearing. It's Supreme Court or go home. Trump is still somehow clinging to the idea that everybody from Andrew Hamilton to Richard Nixon and Gerald Ford to these three justices ruling yesterday are wrong and the voices in his head are right. This decision would terribly injure not only the presidency, but the life, comma, breath, comma, and success of our country. This shithead is so stupid, so addled, so demented, so desperately needing an editor that he no longer knows, or never knew, that the phrase is life's breath, not life, comma, breath, Honest to God, it's like the fascists and the Republicans and the Russians and every stupid and hateful failed voter in this country managed to elect a trained SEAL as president. And trained is doing a lot of heavy lifting in that description. A nation-destroying ruling like this cannot be allowed to stand. A president will be afraid to act for fear of the opposite party's vicious retribution, he said. Again, threatening, not merely Obama and Biden and Clinton and Bush, for that matter, but more importantly, again, threatening the Supreme Court. Seems to me that when you are obviously going to lose a case in the Supreme Court, which you only launched to stall, and there is going to be a second case in the Supreme Court that they may actually hear and they may actually disqualify you under the Constitution, the last thing you should be doing right now is threatening the Supreme Court. But then I'm not a brain-damaged, criminally insane, clinically narcissistic, terroristic, murderous, congenital liar who in a perfect storm of misinformation and hatred and stupidity was somehow elected president. Well, I'm, I'm not that yet, anyway. Oh, there I go, scarborough again. The aces at justsecurity.org, Ryan Goodman and company, 
have wargamed the revised trial timeline, and there are five timeline scenarios, only one of which gives Trump what he wants. If the court hears his appeal Monday and grants him the stay, the freezing of Jack Smith's case against him, and grants it to him indefinitely, it would be two months at least before the court would have to do anything, and that could theoretically delay the start of the trial until October. Given the strength of the appeals court's language, though, SCOTUS watchers think this is really, really unlikely. They also think it's really, really unlikely that on Monday, the Supreme Court will just say it's not even going to hear Trump's appeal and that he's lost. I mean, they do owe him something, and, and, and if they forget that, he will tell them. The three other timelines are far likelier. The court could sit on the case for 10 days after Monday, then throw it back to district court, a win for Jack Smith. In that scenario, trial begins around June 1st, ends around September 1st. Or on Monday, the court could treat the hearing itself as a kind of built-in petition for cert. Just decided already. And you could have a Supreme Court ruling before the middle of April. The trial could start before the middle of July. The trial could end around October 15th. In the third likely scenario, there's a little bit more paperwork. And the trial now starts after July 19th and ends after October 19th. Shorter version. The three biggest options. Trial begins by June 1st, July 5th, or July 19th. Trial ends by September 1st, October 5th, October 20th. Not valid in California. Your mileage may vary. Member FDIC. No guarantee of a Perry Mason moment, which may only be made by prospectus. Yeah, that's the new Trump legal theme as created by Brian Ray and John Philip Chanel. Now, yesterday and today, our theater has been jammed with newspapermen and hundreds of photographers from all over the nation. And these veterans agreed with me that the city has never witnessed the excitement stirred by these youngsters from California who call themselves TKO brothers. Now, tonight, you're going to twice be entertained by them right here and again in the second half of our shoe. Ladies and gentlemen, we will play the full legal theme. They call it 91 trombones at the end of the podcast. Now, in what would have been the lead story if a couple of things had or had not happened, not only are the Republicans in the House schmucks, but they're fail schmucks who failed last night to pass their Israel-only bill that Biden would have vetoed anyway, and they failed to impeach their year-long target, Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas. They got it to 215-215, And all they had to do at that point was talk one of the nays into voting for it. And they held the vote open for several minutes beyond the five-minute deadline and nothing. Fail schmucks. Three Republicans voted against. Gallagher of Wisconsin, Buck of Colorado, McClintock of California. Blake Moore of Utah switched his vote from yes to no in a Roberts Rules of Order procedural move which you'll remember if you took Robert's Rules of Order, and which will allow them to bring the bill back later so they can get their asses kicked again. Democrats hid one of these votes that they had, so was it something that people would see? Is that something that Republicans... I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you asked that, because um, what we can basically look like, look at this as a game, unfortunately, and their strategy. And they hid one of their members uh, waiting to the last minute, uh, watching to see our votes.
um, trying to throw us off on the numbers that we had versus the numbers they had. So, yeah, that was a strategy at play tonight. Yeah, because the number of Democrats serving in the House of Representatives is a secret. That's not publicly known how many Democrats there are voting. I was told there would be no math and no English and no science. Just CrossFit. I was told there would only be CrossFit. A lot of theories as to why the Republicans couldn't even pull off this stunt, but mine is those three no's just could not face the reality of the list of the 11 planned impeachment managers for the Mayorkas Circus. Those impeachment managers were to include Congressman Fluger, that really weird-looking Hagman who beat Liz Cheney in Wyoming, Barney Rubble Green, and Clay Des Ghostbuses Higgins. I think the problem was Speaker Johnson had not lined anybody up to translate what the impeachment managers would have said into human language. Excuse me, I demand to speak to the impeachment manager. The other thing that could have happened and changed the lead story would have been if two dozen Republicans had the guts to stand up to Trump and crush him. It could still happen. I mean, we had three. In the case of two dozen, the president of the United States, the real one, would have been the lead story by gently and quietly squashing the cowards over the border deal. Back of Joe Biden's hand to those who thought he would roll over for the Republican terrorists who deliberately blew up the border deal to sabotage America, fix the election for Trump, and profit off of all of it professionally and possibly financially. If the bill fails, I want to be absolutely clear about something. The American people are going to know why it failed. I'll be taking this issue to the country, and the voters are going to know that it's not just a moment. Just at the moment, we're going to secure the border and fund these other programs. Trump and the MAGA Republicans said no, because they're afraid of Donald Trump. (laughs) Afraid of Donald Trump. Every day between now and November, the American people are going to know that the only reason the border is not secure is Donald Trump. That's right. The Republicans sabotage the deal. The Republicans don't give a crap about the border. The Republicans don't give a crap about immigrants. The Republicans don't give a crap about legal immigration or illegal immigration or fentanyl or terrorism or anything else they ever told you they gave a crap about. They blew it up. You maniacs, you blew it up. Because Trump told them to and they are Trump's slaves. And you know who agrees with that? Nikki Haley. He never talks about securing the border unless he's saying stop it because I don't want it to happen until the election. Meanwhile, back in the Senate, the same Republican senators from Mitch McConnell to the actual negotiator James Lankford, who caved into the fascists and helped blow up the deal Monday, they've got a new idea in the Senate, a border deal. Only it's all about aid to Israel, aid to Ukraine and aid to Taiwan. And the border deal has nothing to do with the border. Genius, I tell you. Of course, that is where the Democrats had these negotiations in September. And you know who, because of all of this, had the most terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day yesterday? Listen, as Jamie Raskin treats Marjorie Green like, well, like somebody who's indictable. I yield back. Will, will the gentleman yield for a question? No, I will not yield 
to one of your stupid questions that are always attacking me and attacking President Trump. How about a mediocre question? No, I don't question. want to. I do not want an your excellent question. question. No, a smart question. No, my time, an intelligent my, question. You have no smart or intelligent questions. Good Lord, I know several fire extinguishers smarter than she is. Also of interest here, Russian tool Tucker Carlson says he is in Moscow to interview Putin because no Western journalist has bothered to do so. Honest to God, I worked with him 15 years ago, and he was just as corrupt, but nowhere near this stupid. And his material was nowhere near this weak. Could a fascist get brain damage just from being a fascist? And the premiere of the Brian Ray, John Philip Chanel Trump trials theme, uninterrupted. That's next. This is Countdown. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Terminix. Terminix can't help you run for office or take on the country's biggest problems, but they can help you solve one of the peskiest problems at home, pests. You know, the ants in your kitchen, the roaches under your sink, even the termites in the walls. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. No matter what type of pest it is, they can Terminix it fast with personalized pest care that puts you in control. Their expertly trained technicians may not know intricate political strategy, but they know their local pest pressures. And with customized plans tailored to your specific situation, you get everything you need to not just get pests out, but keep them out for good. Between their speedy service, caring technicians, and over 95 years of experience, it's no mystery why they're trusted by homes and businesses everywhere. So if you have a pest problem, don't stress it. Terminix it. Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today. That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X.com to book online today. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, You know, this is Countdown with, uh, you know, Keith Olbermann.
Pod Countdown, as promised, right here in our shoe, the premiere of the full-length edition of the new Countdown Trump Trial theme music, which you heard a snippet of. Many show business veterans agree with me. Brian Ray, John Philip Chanel, TKO Brothers, and 91 Trombones uninterrupted by voiceover. Coming up. First time for the daily roundup of the miscreants, morons, and Dunning-Kruger effect specimens who constitute today's worst persons in the world. LeBron's worse, Laura Ingram, and House Speaker Mike Johnson. That's one mighty ugly Johnson you have right there, Laura, on your show. And you and I know that they hate workers and they look down on unions and mock people who don't have as much money as they do. But it's something else altogether to hear them say it. And remember, 10 years after she made it big, Laura would not give her mother any money. And not only that, she made her mother keep working as a waitress at Willie's Steakhouse in Manchester, Connecticut until mom was 73 so mom could pay off Laura's college loans. Oh, and Mike Johnson thinks he's Moses. Not Moses Malone, or Robert Moses, or Moses Gunn, the actor. Moses Moses. And this is still stunning to actually hear the two of them laugh at the agents who work on the American-Mexican border, the security patrols, the guys who take that risks, whatever you think they are doing there, It's stunning to hear two people laugh at the concept that maybe those people deserve living wages. The Border Patrol Union has has said, come out and said, the bill is better than the status quo. Does that affect your thinking on this? Well, I I think it does have something to do with the pay structure that's in the bill. I understand that they're desperate uh, for, for measures that will assist, okay? Scumbags. Mike Johnson and Laura Ingram. Scum bags the runner-up worser why here's somebody we haven't heard anything from lately marjorie taylor shame 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 barney rubble trash green congressman jim mcgovern slammed her for threatening a censure resolution against congresswoman ilhan omar over an inaccurate translation of remarks omar made mcgovern said she introduced it quote because she doesn't know how to use google translate Marge made the mistake of responding. She tweeted, Wow, that's that's coming from the same guy who is well known to lay his suit jacket on the actual bathroom floor while spending a lot of time in the stall of the first floor bathroom of the Capitol. What Jim McGovern then wrote would have killed Marge, except Marge is clearly the undead. Still, to quote McGovern, No idea what you're talking about. What are you doing in the men's bathroom? (laughs) See, that's the best kind of insult. You know what he's saying. I know what he's saying, but he never says it. I do wonder, though, if, if Marge knows what he's saying. But the winner, the worst, Tuxin Carlson. Well, there it is. The fired from Fox, fired from MSNBC, fired from CNN host put out another video from Moscow, which he mispronounced Moscow, standing there in the freezing cold in bad lighting and slathered on makeup, bright brown, explaining he is in fact there to interview Putin. 
two clips from his video to play you. Firstly, Tucker mistakenly identified himself as a, quote, journalist, unquote. Then... We're in Moscow tonight. We're here to interview the president of Russia, Vladimir Putin. We'll be doing that soon. There are risks to conducting an interview like this, obviously. So we thought about it carefully over many months. Here's why we're doing it. Well, because Hitler is dead. Anyway, Carlson then said something that is either incredibly naive or incredibly stupid. And I use those words because I've always thought of Tucker Carlson as evil, conniving, snake-like, anti-Christ-like, but never as naive or stupid. I think, I think there's really something wrong with his brain now, as in, buddy, get a CAT scan. Not a single Western journalist has bothered to interview the president of the other country involved in this conflict, Vladimir Putin. Most Americans have no idea why Putin invaded Ukraine. Right. You know, Vlad called me and he said, I'd like to come on your podcast, Keith. And I said, sorry, bub, I don't have guests. And then he went over to see Steve Rosenberg, the Moscow editor of the BBC, went to his house. He brought two tape recorders and two bottles of vodka. And he said, please, Steve, won't you interview me? And Steve said, no, we don't have any time on the BBC. We only have the 43 channels and the 712 different languages. What an idiot Tucker Carlson is. Western journalists constantly cover Russia's side of this story and request interviews of the Russian dictator, and Putin denies or ignores them or worse. Tucker Carlson needs to learn the name Evan Gershkovich. Wall Street Journal, been in jail 316 days now because Putin had him arrested for being a journalist. God, how I wish Putin would arrest Tucker Carlson or that we could trade Tucker Carlson for Gishkovich. But that won't happen because Tucker Carlson got his interview because Putin believes Carlson is loyal to Russia and not this country. Still, do a good job, Tucker, interviewing your boss, because if you don't, uh, I'm just saying, stay away from any windows, if you know what I mean, babe. Tucker, and why is Biden ducking me, Carlson? Two days! Worst person in the world! At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode is brought to you by Terminix. Terminix can't help you run for office or take on the country's biggest problems, but they can help you solve one of the peskiest problems at home, pests. You know, the ants in your kitchen, the roaches under your sink, even the termites in the walls. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. No matter what type of pest it is, they can Terminix it fast with personalized pest care that puts you in control. Their expertly trained technicians may not know intricate political strategy, but they know their local pest pressures. And with customized plans tailored to your specific situation, you get everything you need to not just get pests out, but keep them out for good. Between their speedy service, caring technicians, and over 95 years of experience, it's no mystery why they're trusted by homes and businesses everywhere. So if you have a pest problem, don't stress it. Terminix it. 
Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today. That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X.com to book online today. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the show close every day, I always say the same thing. Countdown musical directors Brian Ray and John Philip Chanel arranged, produced, and performed most of our music. Mr. Ray was on the guitars, bass, and drums, and Mr. Chanel handled orchestration and keyboards, produced by TKO Brothers. Well, now we'll let Brian Ray and John Philip Chanel take the stage for the spotlight dance. Brian has been a friend of mine for, I guess, about 15 years now. He works with this guy, uh, Paul McCartney, who's in the Beatles, I think. In any event... He's been my friend, and he also worked with the other guy. This was Brian's idea, music that he wanted to compose just for when I cover the Trump trials. And since the most annoying thing in the world is a show that has good music, great music, its own music, thank you, Brian, but never lets you hear the music, which I did in the first segment of this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, Ray and Chanel, the TKO brothers themselves, and the theme from the Trump trials, 91 trombones.
Thank you, boys. John Philip Chanel and Brian Ray. And we call it 91 trombones. Why 91 trombones? One for each count in each indictment. I've done all the damage I can do here. Other music, including some of the Beethoven compositions, arranged and performed by the group No Horns Allowed. The sports music is the Olbermann theme from ESPN2, written by Mitch Warren Davis, courtesy of ESPN Inc. Our satirical and pithy musical comments are by Nancy Faust, the best baseball stadium organist ever. Our announcer today was my friend Richard Lewis. Everything else was pretty much my fault. Not the music. There's no fault there. Let's count down for this, the 273rd day until the 2024 U.S. presidential election and the 1,128th day since Dementia J. Trump's first attempted coup against the democratically elected government of the United States. Use the 14th Amendment. Use the Insurrection Act. Use the justice system. Use the mental health system to stop him from doing it again while we still can. The next scheduled countdown is tomorrow. Bolton's as the news warrants. Till then. I'm Keith Olbermann. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, and good luck. Countdown with Keith Olbermann is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Dealing with pests can be a pain, but relax, Terminix can help. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. With over 95 years of experience, they have what it takes to take on any pest problem fast. If your home or business has pests, don't stress it. Terminix it. Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today. That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X.com. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.